Warning, this podcast may be disturbing to some listeners. Due to the graphic nature, listener discretion is advised. Welcome from wherever you are. This is The Demon Inside with your host, John Venom. If you want to review a different episode of The Demon Inside, you can find them on Spotify or Anchor. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. A new episode will come out every Monday. And now, to our show. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. And welcome back to the Demon Inside. Choice. I think he meant to do good. Uh, somewhere along the way, something's changed. Those who knew Chad Daybill say he began his ministry with pure intentions. I would say he has spiritual gifts and abilities. I've seen them in action in very personal situations, and I felt their genuineness in, in sort of a profound way. Like Daybell, Eric Smith was raised in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, known to outsiders as the Mormon Church. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, as the name indicates, believes that we are living in a particular moment in the world's history when God will return again and that people need to prepare for that return. The two shared beliefs that challenged LDS doctrine, including theories about the end of the world and reincarnation. Beliefs that Smith said led to his excommunication from the church. That was what brought us together. And so this idea of wanting to warn and help spread that message. Now Smith sees his old friend in a far more sinister light. When someone is gifted or has that ability to discern messages from heaven, I think they are equally as open to messages from darkness. Chad Daybell was arrested on June 9th after human remains were found on his East Idaho property. They were the remains of 16-year-old Tylee Ryan and 7-year-old J.J. Vallow. The children were missing for just a few weeks when Chad married their mother, Lori Vallow. You know, I feel like he lived this double life. Court records contain shocking revelations about the couple's alleged religious beliefs. According to a probable cause affidavit, the couple claimed to belong to the Church of the Firstborn. Their mission in the church was to lead the 144,000 in the end times and to rid the world of zombies. Hello, my Demon Insiders, and welcome back to another episode of The Demon Inside. I'm your host, John Venom, and before we start talking about today's Demon Inside, I would like to send out two shout-outs from people that I had in my Uber. First one is Chris. I hope you enjoyed the concert, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Also, to... Now, here's funny. This guy got in the, in my tr- car today. I uh, was doing Uber. His name is Samar, and he's the first person in a while that I said the right name. Usually I get those names wrong, but Samar, thank you so much, brother. He is in the United States Air Force, and he is 
just a well-rounded person, and I'm so glad I got to meet him today. So let me continue with today's episode of The Demon Inside. Today we're going to be talking about Lori Daybell and her husband, Chad Daybell. So last week, or last time I was on, and I do apologize because I'm really trying to get this to work every week, but unfortunately, like I said, I have to do Uber and I have to work uh, two jobs. If you guys want, I have a link on the bottom or in the description that if you click on it, you can actually help support this show. Uh, If you can't do that, uh, you can always just hit five stars, and that really does help out. So let's start with Lori Daybell. Um, Lori's beliefs really started when she started to follow Chad Daybell's uh, new type of religion. It was kind of a cult. And he believed, and this is Chad Daybell, he believed that the end of the world was going to happen soon. Now, as we know, we've heard cult groups before. You know, you have Jim Jones, you have David uh, Koretz, you have um, David Koresh, sorry, Uh, Charlie Manson. You have all these people that decide that the end of the world is going to happen and they start gathering a following of people that are like-minded or even a little bit less minded than they're used to and they feel lost in their life and they hook up with these people and these people take advantage of them. So remember, we're talking about the demon inside so what better way to get people to kill themselves because cult groups always do this at the end. They always kill themselves. Because it's the end of the world that they're looking for. But in reality, it's the end of their cult group. You know, we saw it with the people in the uh, in Japan with the uh, train that they ended up killing themselves in there. And then you saw it with the Branch Davidian people that killed themselves in their home and you know, Jim Jones, you hear it all the time. They poisoned the uh, Kool-Aid. You know, you even had the more extreme where they thought that uh, UFO was going to pick them up. And to get to the UFO, they needed to shed their body. So with these religious concepts, sometimes it's hard for people to tell what is real and what's not. And by the time they figure it out, it's too late. The demons already got a hold of you and they are not going to let go very easily. So with Lori, you know, when she came into this, she was a religious person and Chad Daybell was also religious, but they started getting messages from God. Chad said, He had near-death experiences and that God personally talked to him. You know, and I'm not one to say that God doesn't talk to people. But when God starts saying that the end of the world is going to happen, that's not God. That's something else. That's something else that wants you to believe that we are going to 
need to do something drastic in this world. And to be honest with you, the only one that ever did anything drastic like this was Jesus Christ. We don't have to kill ourselves. But let's get back to the religious concept that was used to the belief system of the 144,000. The 144,000 is used in Revelations, and it's the chosen people that God is going to save while the rest of the world is pretty much damned. And Lori and Chad uh, want to believe that they know the exact date because God has told them. Now, remember, there's a lot of people that have said this before, and that day has never come. But it's through the religion, and I'm not saying the religion is wrong. I'm saying that these demons guide you to the different religion and make you do extreme things in the name of the Lord our Father. And in reality, it's these demons that are deceiving us so that we can kill each other, kill one another in the name of God. And to be honest with you, God would never tell us to kill each other because that's one of the Ten Commandments. We're not allowed to kill each other or ourselves. So being part of this 144,000, these people thought that Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow, his wife, would be the goddess and the founding father of this new 144,000 that the Bible speaks of. So Lori and Chad believe they are in this group and they are at the highest power because God told them to do this. Of course, God also told them that they were gods themselves. So you see how it kind of trickles down into a rabbit hole there. But they started talking about light and dark beings. And we talked about this last time. But people were light before they came to this planet. This is their concept. And I quote, people were light before they came to this planet in the premortal realm. And those who made contracts with the Savior were light. Those who signed contracts with Satan were dark. And this was testified by Melanie Gibb, who was a member of this occult group. Lori believed many people in her life who were once light turned dark. Now, let me say that again. Lori believed that people that were light turned dark, and she would ask her husband, Chad, and he would reconfirm that they were dark. Including these people that were dark was anybody that went against them. So you're talking about, you know, their two kids, their exes, which was uh, two exes, and eventually uh, Adam Cox, Alex Cox, you know, Lori's brother. And Lori's brother got to a point where he started to see it coming out. He knew he was the fall guy for everything. Let's be straight right now. Alex Cox was the one that killed everybody. He killed Lori's husband, uh, he killed the kids. Uh, he tried to kill the niece's uh, ex-husband. The only one he didn't kill was Chad Daybell's wife at the time. 
But I think Chad Daybell did that with Poison because poisoning him is the way that Chad did things. He was kind of a coward when it came to killing people. But uh, Alex wasn't. Alex was the one that Lori called their hitman. And he was the one that was killing everybody. So with this theory in place, you have to see that Lori or Chad, actually Chad Daybell was the one that killed Alex Cox. Even though they said it was a genetic thing from the family or whatever. There was a way that he poisoned them. I'm sure of it. And all they got to do is look for that. We'll be right back after a few words from our sponsors. And welcome back to the Demon Inside. But let's get back into this concept. Lori believed many people in her life who were once light turned dark, including her ex-husband, like I said, and JJ, the adoptive father, Charles Vallow, her second husband, Joseph Ryan, uh, Melanie's husbands, Brandon Boudreaux, Adam Cox, not to be confused with Alex Cox. Adam Cox was her brother. Ty Lee, JJ, and Chad's ex-wife, Tammy Daybell. So during this time that they were doing their group, this Lady Sulema Pastenis, uh, she was writing in her journal depicting a diagram of the five worlds that she says Lori and Chad and her group believe in. Each world or life was created with a Satan and a Savior. She says the fifth world is Earth, and they believe each time someone dies, there's a two-minute window in which a demon can take over the body. So after the demons take over the body, weeks after they began talking about the spirit entering the body, Chad and Lori started using the term zombies. Melanie Gibb testified she later became aware of the term and she says Alex Cox believed the people Chad and Lori wanted to pass away were referred to as zombies. See, using the zombie term makes it easier for them to kill these people because they already believe that these people are dead. You know, what easier way to do it is if you're a vessel of God killing off zombies, alien, you know, uh, demons. So, Chris, Charles Vallow, and here's the thing. Remember I told you, they often refer to him as Ned, Garrett, or Hiplos. Tylee's evil spirit was called Hillary, and Tammy Daybell's was referred to as Viola. So these were names that they gave to their victims so that they can desensitize themselves from killing them. But remember, I'm trying to find the demon inside. So these demons gave these people names so that they can kill, so that the people inside wouldn't see the difference they're not thinking that I'm killing a person of God. I'm killing a demon, which is fascinating in a way because it's a demon telling them to kill people that are supposedly demons. So the trust scales that they had, and we talked about this last time as well, they had four levels and the vibrations that were related to these levels spiritually. So typically associated with the person's level of lightness or darkness. So if they were a 4.1, 
uh, dark than they were a dark entity. If they were 4.2, they were even further dark. And it continued to 4.4. If it was, you know, the opposite way, then they were light. It was 4.1 for light, 4.2 for light. And the further 4.4 that you would get was further away from the darkness, which means that those people should not have been even close to being dark because according to them, Chad Daybell was able to take out the demons when they were at 4.2, 4.1, light, you know, or maybe 4.2, 4.1, dark, you know, when the demon had just entered. And, but all of a sudden, these people were the worst of the worst, 4.4. There was no way to do it other than just killing them. And you got to really look at this from uh, this perspective is they used religion. They used people to do their dirty work so that they could get married to each other. So this lady Zulema testified that once a spirit is pushed out of a body during the casting, the body must then be destroyed. Now, it has to be destroyed by burning the body, taking it apart, escorting the spirits away from the body, binding the body, sealing the body so the evil spirits would never return. This is what they did to Kylie and JJ. And she, they also talked that Chad would explain to Lori how to make portals in Lori's closet or Chad's bed so the two could communicate. They used a portal. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, portals have always been used as a gateway from hell. Portals are the way that they come through into the house, into your apartment, into your life. And portals are the quickest way for an entity to bypass you allowing them to come in. Once you open a portal, that's a basically an invitation with the door wide open. So, Chad Daybell and Lori Daybell are these gods amongst men. And they decide who's going to live and who's going to die. And in their minds, they've already figured that the ones that are going to die have already been taken over by demons. So killing is the easiest thing to do for them. And I know I said that last time, but I really want to push that through because you never know what a person is thinking. You never know what a person is feeling you know, uh, whether they think you are saved or not saved, if you're a demon or an angel. You know, you don't know any of these things until it's too late. They were friends with everybody and they preached the gospel according to each other. But they were wholeheartedly into it and so was everybody else. You know, these people were willing to kill other people for these demons that were pretty much possessing them and sending them on their way to kill. If they had a chance, they would have killed more people. I am 100% sure of it. 
So, as it stands right now, Lori Vallo has been sentenced to two life terms uh, for the murder of JJ and the murder of Tylee. She will never see the light of day again. Uh, right now, as we speak, Chad Daybell has not had his day in court yet. So, I know that Chad Daybell is going to try to use Lori as a scapegoat. Mark my words on this, because she tried to use him right at the last minute, but it was already too late. I am 100% sure that it's going to come back later on, that they had an insufficient court, and that they need to re-prosecute because she didn't have lawyers that were up to task. But in the meantime, she's been to the mental hospital. She was in there for a while. And they've said that during this time, she, in her own mind, is back at home in a room that her husband made just for her so she could dance. And in the prison cell and in the hospital to no music. And this is with everything going on, her kids being killed and everything. She sits, or actually, she dances in her cell to no music. All that music is in her head, you know, along with the demon inside. These people will never see the light of day again. And they did this all for the religion. They did this all for God. They did this because God told them to. Are we sure about that? Because again, God doesn't want you to kill people. And God definitely doesn't think that you are going to be a god or a goddess. These are people that took their religion and changed it to fit what they wanted and felt they needed to do this because they wanted to be important as God is. And God is never, ever wrong. And that's why they were able to kill people because in their own mind, as God is, they were never wrong. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Demon Inside. Again, I hope you all enjoyed your sh the show. And next week, I will try to have another one. Please hit five stars if you liked it. Uh, you can always email me at... The Demon Inside Podcast. Now, remember, when you do this, it's the, T-H-E, Demon, D-E-M-O-N, Inside, I-N-S-I-D-E, Podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. So, send me a message. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you have any ideas for any upcoming shows. All right, guys, take care.
And thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to The Demon Inside on Spotify, Anchor, or any other podcast directory or through our website, anchor.fm backslash The Demon Inside. A new episode of The Demon Inside comes out each Monday. Let us know what you think and join the conversation on our Demon Inside Facebook page and on Instagram. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join me next Monday for a new Demon Inside. If you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends. I'm John Venom. We'll see you next time, if I don't get possessed. The Demon Inside was created and written by James Porter. It's a production of Venomous Entertainment. Theme music, Demon Inside, is on the album Conjure One by Reese Fulber. Background music was created by Lucas Key.